Why Watch That is a podcast featuring the critic and referee who go head-to-head on a quest to discover the best movies and TV shows Hollywood has to offer. Expect the unexpected from the critic. While nothing gets past the ref. We do all the work. So you don't have to. Welcome Welcome to to Why Watch Watch That. Why watch that sneak peek? All right, listen. We're throwing out sneak peeks all over the place. Mm. And usually they're movie sneak peeks. But in this case, we're talking about a TV sneak peek. And uh, it's one to be negotiated with. Mm. You've all seen The Witcher. Meaning the video game. Now, some of you know the books. I do not. (laughs) But I have played the video game once or twice. Which is hilarious. (laughs) Which is funny. It was a Friends. And now it's moved to Netflix with a very interesting cast. Or I'll say cast member. I mean, everyone else, you sort of have to, you know, jark your memory. But Superman is a witch. Henry Cavell is playing the titular character and we have to dance around this so much because they're we'll just be honest with you Netflix is very much wanting you to have a good experience Mm -hmm. without a bunch of critics and a bunch of people ruining that experience I mean they are putting a lot of money behind this a lot of energy a lot of marketing as this is Netflix's Game of Thrones kind of thing. Same kind of somewhat smells like the same era. Smells like it. Mm. Um, but there are twists and turns and plot shifts and things of that nature. So when the critic kind of whisks through that, you're going to have to listen intently. Or if you just don't want to know it all, just just move along. We've got so, <laughs> we've got so many other things you could listen to. We are not going to spoil this. No. But we will give you a good setup to see if this is something you want to watch after you've opened all your gifts <laughs> and you're just kind of sitting around. This comes out on the 20th. Um, so maybe you're on the flight on your way to your home town <laughs> and maybe this is something you want to check out. So I said who the main person is. Mm-hmm. You've got multiple people directing it. I'm not going to go into all of that. We usually don't for TV You've got, you know, creators coming in. Lauren Schmidt is uh, a creator on this. And that's kind of nice to see a woman taking the helm. And uh, the question is, is this something that can fill our Game of Thrones needs? Hmm. Or do we not compare it at all? Um, <clears throat> actually, I would say it's closer to Lord of the Rings. Ooh, there you go. Uh, now, this is a Game of Thrones play in TV. However, this is much more fantasy than Game of Thrones. Much more. So just know that now. If you're not a, a fantasy person, you're not going to like this, probably. So versus you know, a woman versus, riding a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> well, but see, the thing about Game of Thrones is it is fantasy in quotes, but they try to hide the fantasy as much as possible, which is one of my problems with that show. Oh, okay, let's okay, let's okay. <laughs> so you know, 
So The Witcher, here's what it's about without spoiling a thing, without spoiling anything. So like you said, Henry Cavill plays Geralt of Rivia. He is a witcher. What are witchers? Witchers are mutants, okay, that have certain powers that help them deal with monsters. So if you have a monster problem at home, you can hire a witcher to get rid of it. (laughs) (laughs) Now we are, think Lord of the Rings, like the ref said, think Game of Thrones. It's that kind of world. So it's not like people are in apartment buildings with monsters. Well, you know? That would be interesting. I'd like to see that show, actually. <laughs> Wouldn't that be interesting if you have a witcher coming? Ghostbusters is what it is. There you go. That's what it is. So the problem is, though, the witchers are dwindling, and people don't like them. They don't trust them. And by people, I mean humans. Now, why? Well, because they have powers. I mean, we've seen this stuff before. Right, right. But they need them. So at the beginning, we see Geralt handle a monster, And then we see how he's treated by the local folk. There's someone who essentially comes to his aid. But why? There's a certain female who does that. Why does she do it? He and as you go through the the series, it's essentially it's very episodic. So it's he has essentially different uh, cases to deal with because the book series is kind of a little a little procedural. Oh, love it. (laughs) Yeah, so it's kind of like that where he has to deal with different monsters, okay? So someone else hires him and and this person is a magician. So there are magicians in this world as well. Now, can magicians be trusted? That's the question. What's this magician's ulterior motive? Hmm? Also, Geralt has a connection with somebody else in this world that he's not aware of. I won't tell you what that is. Don't do it. Now, there are really three main focal points here for The Witcher. So I talked about one. Another is a young princess who's being raised by her grandparents. And her grandmother is the queen. Take her very seriously. But something happens for this princess to be on her own. But can she hack it on her own? Also, is her family name safe? And the question is, how does she connect to the Witcher? You don't know from the beginning. Do they connect or not? I won't tell you. But that's going to be the question. So she has her own journey to go through. And keep in mind, this is fantasy. So there are all kinds of magical creatures and monsters and all kinds of things. Anything you can think of might be available in this world. Okay. The third person is someone who was born with a deformity. And uh, essentially she was sold because of that. Sold. Now she rises to become someone with power. Okay. I'll put it to you that way. Do it. But how does she connect? How do all three of these people connect? The Witcher, the Princess, and now this deformed person who becomes something else. Because as you go through the season, we do deal with time in certain ways, okay? So the question is, when are we? That's what I'll say to you. I won't tell you what that means, but that's a question that this show posits. So what they gave to critics for us to preview is just the first five episodes out of eight. So I haven't seen the remaining three episodes. So with that in mind, here's what I'll tell you as a review. I like some of it and I don't like some of it. So what I don't like, sometimes because it's fantasy, the CGI to me, I just don't want to see it. 
it's not my it doesn't fit my aesthetic for cgi seen it's, better i have it's it's not even that uh because obviously they put a lot of money into this it's not even that they do a bad job of it it's just i like it grittier so sometimes when you see these fantastical elements, to me, it kind of pulls me out and makes it a little too fantastical. That's just in my opinion. Um, so you'll see that. Like even the opening fight to me, I was kind of like, mm, didn't quite buy it. But in that first episode, the second half, it was much more grounded to me. Um, and it, really what I mean is there was a more urgency to it. And I think when uh, Henry Cavill is fighting the hand-to-hand combat stuff, it's very good. I like the way that looks. So whenever they do that, it's interesting. Now, story-wise, it's very convoluted. If you don't know the game in the books, you really have to pay attention. So if that's the case, then the question is, is it worth it? For me, eh. I didn't really need it to be that convoluted. When they start revealing things, it's like, okay. Like, you could have just started that. What I was thinking of, Ref, was how they began on Netflix, the Dark Crystal show, mm-hmm. with Sigourney Weaver setting up the land voiceover. I think this show could have used that. Just tell us where we are for a moment before you start confusing everything. But I will say, when I got to episodes four and five, again, I felt more consistent urgency and the story started to reveal itself in a more uh, clear way. So I think that if this is your kind of show, if you're going, oh, I've seen the poster, I've seen the trailer, I wanna watch this, go ahead and check it out. And you'll, you'll be able to know as you navigate whether this is your kind of thing. I think for fantasy fans, I would definitely say check it out. If you're not a fantasy fan, you're a Game of Throner, I don't know how you'll react to this. Just know you have to pay attention from the beginning. And then as you move through, you can start picking up more of the pieces. So that's what I'll say for The Witcher. And I will say to end it, I will be finishing the season. The question for me is, will I watch season two? Well, the question, I have to follow up with this because this is a standalone. It. I remember you made a comment about Westworld and season two specifically. Mm-hmm. And you said once we got into to the convolution, and I'm not comparing the two, two fantasies, of course, but I the tones are completely different, it sounds like. Um especially when you're dealing with contemporary elements not being in The Witcher. Mm -hmm. Is it that kind of work that you need to do? I remember you saying they're not paying me enough or they're not paying me at all. (laughs) Meaning for those of us who may not have played the game and those of us who may not have read the novels, are we going to feel like we're working a little too hard for those first five episodes that you were referring to? Uh, I think if you're a fantasy fan, you might be okay. It's not Westworld level work. Okay, that's what we want to know. But what you'll have to do, here's how I'll say it. They talk like you know what they're talking about. That's how I'll say it. So the actors, what I wished, like if I were in this show, I would say the lines like it's Shakespeare. Because I don't even know what name you just said. I have no basis for what that even means. Then it's almost like you go, oh, that's a name. It's early on until you really get a feel for it. So I I think because sometimes they're too conversational. And look, this is not like some normal, you know, contemporary show. It is a fantasy set apart in some weird, you know, universe. So you, I didn't get the feel. Like they're trying to do it like we know. 
but we don't know. And if you're gonna mix that in with uh, just all kinds of storylines that we don't even understand what the importance is until we get further on in the season, it can cause confusion. So in the first episode, I realized this and actually went back and, and went through some of the scenes again, just okay. so I could understand it. Our average um, listeners yeah. won't have the, 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 the most of, I'm not saying you won't, but most mm-hmm. of you listeners probably won't have the one time and number two, just the wherewithal to do it. Maybe you're watching it with people. So my next question and last is this. At what point in the first five episodes did you feel like you've wrangled enough for perhaps maybe the average watcher to sort of say, okay, I think I'm a little bit settled in this world. I may not know what's going on, but I feel like I'm moving towards something. Yeah, Netflix, they ain't dumb. They released the first five episodes. By episodes four and five, that's when I started to get a grip on it. Okay, so but give it four or five episodes. Yeah, if you're interested and, and you're going, okay, I want to see where this goes. I think by episodes four and five, you'll know whether you should continue or not. Okay, thank you so much. Now, that was a gift from us to you. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. No Happy spoilers. Hanukkah. Did you see that? No, it was great. I would have been disastrous because I've got the same links. And right. I would have been like, and so she... <laughs> <laughs> well, The Witcher is available on Netflix on the 20th. That's this Friday. And you can certainly binge it if you want. But it sounds like coming from us to you that don't follow our normal rule, which is give it two episodes. Maybe you want to dig into this a little bit if this is the type of thing that usually gets you going for the holidays or not the holidays. Thanks for listening. For additional resources, visit whywatchthat.com. Good idea, and we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and leave comments, feedback, and you can rate us on iTunes. We'll see you next week. See you.